This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, great to have you with us. Coming up on a quarter to six, we've got Boomer, we've got Geo, and we've got you. Kind of. Um, so I teased something going into the break. So this Bills-Jets rivalry... Took another, uh, went up another notch yesterday as Vlad TV sat down with Dion Dawkins. What is Vlad TV? Vlad TV, TV is a very, uh, sounds Russian. It's, and I don't know if it is or it's not, but I will tell you they have a, uh, a lot of hits and a lot of views. Really? Yeah. It's an online uh, video source. Um, it's like, uh, video programming, digital programming. Very successful. Digital. Yes. So they it says, said, Jerry, they're the world's leader in urban news. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I will tell you, huge following. That mm-hmm. I do know. All right. So we they posted on, on social media this sit-down with Deion Dawkins of the Bills. And he was asked his issue with the Jets. You get into it with the Jets. Yeah. What happened? Weirdos being weird. <laughs> Weirdos being weird. And then things get ratcheted up a little bit when he's talking about Michael Clemens. Number 72, Michael Clemens. Michael Clemens. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch boy. <laughs> um, bitch boy. You know, I'm gonna just keep it a buck. I hate them. He's a one said twice. I, I, he was about to go. I'm gonna keep it above board, but I hate them. Yeah, <laughs> he's not that? a fan of the Jets, Jerry. Now I didn't see this because I was recording this right before I came in. Did Sauce Gardner then respond, or did someone respond back at him on social media yesterday? Sauce Gardner responded, but. Not in a negative way. Okay. He was, I forget what it was. It was nothing. It was got it. Like he acknowledged it. The what was something was said, but he he didn't like pour gasoline on the fire. He was like, I don't. So he wasn't just a weirdo being a weirdo. No. Okay. He also said somewhere in there that uh, he thinks the Jets players play the sport just to try to be cool. Uh, that is correct. He said this one. Those are a bunch of dudes that just want to take pictures. On Instagram. Like, that's whack. Like, I play this because I'll die by it. But they just want to take Oh, photos. that was what Sauce Gardner said. He used to respond to that. Okay. We, we play. I play the game because I really, because I, I love the game. And da, 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 da. That's what he was responding yes. to. Yes. 
Yeah, no, that's this, whack, Jerry. That is whack. You can't be taking Instagram pictures while you're on the field. That's still you're still not allowed to do that, right? I sacked I'm, Tom Brady. I'm Take waiting a for that. <laughs> At some point, we will see a guy running down the running down yes. the field for a touchdown. Where he pulls the, the the phone out of his pocket and starts taking live video. Yes. Would you be shocked? I would not be shocked. I mean, it'd be a hell of a fine, but it would also be one hell of a story. I saw a video of the Giants' victory parade from that 2008 Super Bowl mm-hmm. over the Patriots. That was the one I was in. Okay, so they're, they're showing the video of the Giants celebrating, and everyone is holding up their flip phone. Oh, sure. You, w- That's where my pictures came from. I would love to see what those pictures look like from your flip phone you know in 2008. I can, I can bring some in tomorrow. Yeah. I have a bunch of them, and better than you'd think. Not mm. great. I'm not. They're not like... You know, these wonderful, glossy photos. Oh, now they're beautiful but photos. But they came out better than you would think, and I printed a lot of them out. And it's I, to me, it was neat. Not that I was, you know, we were in the back following the parade. But to be going down the avenues yeah. with these, it's just a sea of humanity. It was wild. Yeah, I don't know where they are putting all these people. I don't know. That was also the parade afterwards. I then got on the subway, and the subway stalled between stops. And I saw, it was the first time in my life, I saw, like, real human panic where people after, like... You were all jammed in there because yeah. it was from the parade? I had to take the... Because of where we ended up, I had to get back to a story to get to my car. And I took us was getting on the subway. And in between stops, it just stopped. And the lights went out. Oh, man. And everybody was okay for a few minutes. But after, like, nine, ten minutes, 11, it was... They had to tow us in. And it was, I would say, after like 20, it wasn't, it didn't take an hour or anything like that. It was probably 20, 25 minutes before they started moving us back to this. But people, you could see people were panicked. Because remember, we were only five, six years after 9-11. Right. Like, it was Did it was anybody uh, grope you while you no. were? Okay, that's good. No, nobody groped me. I didn't grope anybody. Good. Good for you, Jerry. Everybody was, in our car was okay. Okay, but good. there was, you could see people were really starting to get nervous. Yeah. That was back when. As was I. Now there's actually, you could actually get cell service on the subways. Is that true? Yeah. Underground, really? Underground, yeah. Back well, there then, was nothing. no chance. No, there was nothing. No chance. My little Samsung flip phone wasn't right. working so good. Call 911. Yeah. You punch out a text, 1111 means uh, the letter C. <laughs> I remember that, doing those stupid texts. <laughs> uh, we thought it was the coolest thing. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jerry, we lost one of the greats, uh, wrestler by the name of... Ole Anderson. Who? Ole Anderson, Jerry. When did he wrestle? Well, he was an 80s wrestler. If you grew up with TBS, as uh, many of us did back in the day, uh, we had uh, the TBS was great because it had the Atlanta Braves, the Braves. games on it. Yep. And on Saturday nights, Georgia Championship Wrestling. And the great Ole Anderson was a wrestler Georgia, there. I never even heard oh, of man, that. Oh, man, Jerry. Georgia was so Championship Wrestling? Yeah, but they had, like, Ric Flair was in really? Georgia Championship. Yeah, they had Road Warriors. They had really big names. So was that, like, your for your stop before the WWF, or was that 
another. It was another. They were, they were on it. They were like the same era for me. Really? Yeah, but one was was based like in the south, and and one was based in the northeast. Hmm. But Ole Anderson was with Ric Flair, one of the four horsemen, Jerry. Then he became a broadcaster. Then he became uh, in the front office of WCW, I think. But I'm just happy to see a wrestler dying at the age of 81 instead of, you know, 47, I was going to say 58, right. Yeah. I mean, that guy had a sure tough had, life, I I'm would sure think. had a tough life, but Physically. Uh, got, got out of it probably early enough and got into the front office section of things. Okay. But, well, Jerry, throw up a four horseman for him today, if Rest you will. in peace. Rest in peace. Ole Anderson. Okay. His brother, Arn Anderson, was also in. Uh, they had no real gimmick. They just wrestled? They were just wrestlers. Did they Did they tag in Louie ever? Louie Anderson? <laughs> he was a very unsuccessful wrestler. <laughs> I'm sure. He went into comedy instead. <laughs> but that would have been great. Ole, Arn, and Louie Anderson. <laughs> that would have been some scene. In a six-man tag match. Imagine him on the turnbuckle <laughs> yeah. flying through the air. Oh, Louie Anderson is on top of him. Uh, him. Were they ever champions? Uh, I don't think so. They didn't write that in. No, I don't think those guys no. were champions. They all they were all like they were Ric Flair's guys. So if anybody picked on Ric Flair, Jerry, you had to deal with four dudes mm. come beat you down in the ring. Well, all right then. Not fair, but this Not is fair. the way Flair rolled. I understand. Well, I don't understand, but okay. Limousines, airplanes, Jerry, four horsemen. Mm. Yeah, nothing. Good night, Oli. That's all you got to say, Jerry. Good night. I already said rest in peace. What else you offer me? That's a good one. Rest in peace is also very good. Uh, I guess Saquon Barkley is not going to get franchise tag, Jerry. Did they have to make that decision already or not yet? Well, this was the week where it was started. So T. Higgins got franchise tag yesterday morning. Um, I guess the Giants have made it known that they're not going to franchise tag Saquon again, although they could. So I guess if they think that they – I guess if the two sides do want to come together on a long-term deal – you could theoretically franchise tag him just to extend the time to do it so he doesn't become a free agent. Um, but by all indications, he's going to be a free agent. Now, with the extra money that these teams are getting since the salary cap increased by so much, uh, I even heard Brandon talking about this yesterday, it makes more sense for the Giants if they really want him to stick around now that they have all this money that's free like other teams do, where you could give them two or three years. But I don't know. When you look at the CBS Sports Network, I know they've got uh, golf on right now. They do. But on our monitor in here, they put the list of free. Look at these guys. They just put it up for us. They're listening. Good job, Stephen and Andrew. Uh, so listen to this list. Wow. Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Dillon, Devin Single. I mean, are you kidding me? That's a huge list of free agent running backs. Ed that Clyde could Edwards be free Hilaire. agents, I should say. Yes. At the bottom. Man. Zeke's career is pretty much over, you would think. Yeah. He's not really what he was. I'm sure someone will sign him to a small deal, but like those are some big names, and you've got to wonder like what the deals are going to look like. And there's like eight of them who had over well over a thousand yards of uh, from scrimmage. Yeah, and people don't care. It's so just weird. no one cares, and I don't understand it. I really don't like the fact like Derrick Henry's sitting out there, and you don't even. It's not even. He really, will be sitting out there. Yeah, it's barely talked about. Well, Derrick Henry's got a lot of mileage on him. Like he's one of those guys that I feel like his he's an old school back. I feel like he's and I have to look at the numbers. I feel like he averages thirty carries a game and has been beaten down in Tennessee. But it seems like he's so large, I feel like he doesn't get but abused I, as much. You're right. But I also well, he does a lot of the punishing. Yeah. But he also takes a lot of hits. And unless you're John Riggins, who got better as he got older, 
I feel like these all these bigger backs they decline quickly. Yeah, I would love to see him get on a cool team. He's on the Titans. They're so not it has cool. been. I know. They're not cool, Jerry. Right. Well, they could try be, to be cool. He will be somewhere else next year. But they're not Where would cool. you like to see him? Green Bay? <laughs> no. I don't know where I would like to see him. But just on a, like a more visible team, like that's cool. Put him okay. on the Cowboys, Jerry. Mm. Let's switch him and Tony Pollard out. Nah. No? Not interested? I just, I just think he's there's a lot of mileage there. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. If I was the Cowboys, I'm not even joking. I would go all in on Saquon Barkley. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. His pass catching ability, he's still he's still very shifty. He's still fast. Plus, you get the Giants twice a year and be a little extra that intrigue. Too. And that to me is the one as good as their offense was for much of the year. I know the playoff game was brutal. Uh, for as good as their offense was for a lot of the year, the one thing they really lacked. Tony Pollard was not good this year. He was average. They needed him to be better than average. I think Barkley and Dallas would be ridiculous. You needed but, above average from him. You got below average. Uh, you got average. Oh, average. He was average. Just he wasn't average. great. And I think uh, he. I think they expected a lot better from him, but we'll see. All right, quick break. When we come back, we got Boomer and Geo standing by right now, standing by. Her name is Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about two minutes to go. Boomer and Geo standing by. What else, Al? I see that uh, Judy Batista, Jerry. She's uh, well known in NFL uh, circles. Yeah. Yes, NFL Network. NFL Network. She's yeah. from here too. I think New York Times. She used to work for Is that covering right? the Jets and the Giants, and then she got the job with uh, NFL Network. Yep. So she's saying that there was very little talk of uh, overturning that uh, rule. I have no problem with that. Where the, uh, you, uh, the fumble, I saw this. Yeah, yeah, if the offensive player fumbles yeah. the ball into the end zone. Don't fumble. Yeah, I kind of like the rule now, too. I, I, I hated it, but... It, listen, does it suck? Yes. Don't fumble. Right, but it really gives the other team a, a last yeah. prayer. To punch that ball away. Yes. Absolutely. You're, and, it, and it's burned a lot of teams, but it also helps other teams. There's always two sides to it. Right. How about this? Don't turn the ball over. Right. Every time, like, it's like when they go, um, you know, them scoring that meaningless touchdown ruined it for betters. Or How about the people that won? <laughs> right. The, those bad beats bad that they beats. talk about on ESPN. Yeah. How about good beats? Good wins. A good beat. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Even, like, there was a thing with the Rangers last week where the Rangers, it looked like, scored with two-tenths of a second to go uh, an empty net goal that would have pushed the over-under. For the over. Yeah. And everybody's crying for the people that have the over. Well, how about the people that have the under that's they're holding their breath, hoping for no empty net goal? So good for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I saw a, um, speaking of that type of play, uh, remember that Buffalo Bills Cowboys Super Bowl where Don Beebe ran down and uh, knocked that ball? Out of Leon Lett's hand. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, I never saw the angle from the goal line. They always Mm -hmm. show that angle. It looks like he's already in the end zone. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Well, the angle that you usually see is from behind, yes. so it's hard to tell. Hard to I tell. know he was close. Yeah. I do know he was close, but that's now was that a documentary on Netflix too? Well, that was the the Buffalo Bills one where they went to four straight Super Bowls and lost. So that was there yeah. was a documentary on the Bills, really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. It was I cool. mean, I'm not surprised. It was, yeah, it was a thirty for thirty. Ah, oh, okay. It was one of those that's back on uh, Netflix now, right? So I watched that one too. And Don Beebe says that the the Bills owner. Went up to him after the game and was like, "Well, think about what the score was at that time." Yeah, it was I mean, blowout central. It would have been so easy just to hang your head and be like, "Oh, another one." And he didn't quit on that play or that game, even though they were down by thirty points at the yes. time. 
and saved further embarrassment and became like a legend Absolutely. to Bills fans. Absolutely, Jimmy. And Leon Lett goes down as the guy who screwed up Thanksgiving. WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.